Hey guys, if you would like to get to know each one of us better, go check out Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com. Or the app. Get the app. That's better. Okay. Listed in the show notes on the support link. Is it? Sounds different. Is that Tam's 88 keys? It's the same key. Yeah, something definitely has changed. Where's Trey? Trey? So we heard from Tam's 88 P's last week? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we did. This year it's this year. This year. <laughs> this year. All the way here in 2021. My, how the time has flown. It's same song, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely playing in the key of P. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not bad. She's pretty good, really. Mm-hmm. Sounds very good. Yeah, that's that's Tam's 88 keys right there. Guys, it happened. Yeah. I tried my best to keep it from happening, <laughs> and here we are. I don't know what to say other than I think it's time to go ahead and introduce who we got in the green room. Yeah. What do you think? We've put it off long enough. You want to hear my music for that? Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Loretta's and Herschel's. Everybody put your hands together. Who do we have in the studio today but Tam's 88 Keys? Tamara Miseris. Tamara L. Brock. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome. Good to be here. I'll just bask in it. <laughs> Very good applause. It is what she she asked for that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. she's was, used to that. It was one of the requirements to get her on. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Ministry of Low Expectations, everybody. This is your host, uh, Devin Birdsong. This is Podden Me. Do you have to tell them that every time? Yeah, and the number. Do we know what number we're on? I've lost count. It's way on up there. You'll have to ask O Timer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 What do you think, boys? I mean, we're pretty tall cotton today. We got the guest on the show. Mm-hmm. We are. Tam's 88 Keys. This is my big sister, Herschel. Yeah. Big I feel- sister. My older sister. Oh, sorry. There you go. <laughs> By how many days? Pounds. Months. By what? 11 <laughs> months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bigger by how many pounds? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the age difference is 11 months. Mm-hmm. That's what very nice. It was supposed to be uh, 13 months, and I decided to come on into this good old world early. Yeah, you talk about hi- me hijacking your show. You hijacked my life when I was 11 months years old. <laughs> 11, <laughs> 11, 11 months month, old. Month yeah. years. When I was Trey. See where Trey gets it. Yeah, yeah Trey. <laughs> he come by it on. <laughs> Trey's like, yeah. hello, mom. It is I the count. <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. No, it's good to have you today, Tam. Well, it's an honor to be here. Oh, yeah. Do you have anything you want to say to Herschel and Loretta as we get started here? I mean, we're going to go through the whole format of the program. I'm not making things special just because you're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to start by saying that I really appreciate you having me on here. I've already went through how proud I am of you, but I'm really proud of your speech abilities to begin with because... You started out pretty rough in your speech. <laughs> Great. I, yeah. Go ahead and tell Okay. 
remember, I was afraid it would be this. <laughs> I remember the first most embarrassing moment. Okay, don't give examples. Yeah, my example is I was in first grade. Mm-hmm. You were in kindergarten. Yes. And I remember walking in the line with my teacher, and here comes your line going the opposite direction, and you come passing by me. Hey, sister. Hey, sister. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> it embarrassed me so bad. So at night, we would work on your speech, and I would say, Devin, let's work on your R's, because you can't call me sister anymore. So <laughs> it would be, say, rabbit, and you go, rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm I'm proud of how far you've come. Well, thank you. He'll still do that occasionally during a sermon. <laughs> <laughs> That's when all the ochigan is removed out of the, right. out of the yeah, room. Occasionally, he reverts back to, to first grade or the whatever. Wabbit. Mm-hmm. Hey, you don't have any room to talk. <laughs> no, no. You reverted back to that on the song. I, I did. You yes. did that same yes. one. Yes. Oh. What that, was the song? That one wigwet. That one wigwet. <laughs> <I forget. laughs> yeah, that one about got me. <laughs> Little did we know we'd be stars on Pod and Me one day. Oh man, that just shows you people that if you try hard, no matter what your what's wrong with you, you can you, you can, can overcome. Yes, you can overcome. You, we are overcomers. That's what the program's all about. Yeah, that's what we're here for to, to for you to know you can overcome. You too, Weskily Wabbits can can make something of your lives. Yes, I need to ask something of the production room. I'm needing some music. Uh, can we get? Some, I'm already shaking my head. People. Can we get some music in the production room, please? What? You don't like it? I do. Yes. Okay, forget it. I was going to play some background music while I... I mean, it's my I show, but ahead. I get criticized. It okay. sounds kind of like Loretta snapping her fingers. I'll go with this. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Very dramatic. <laughs> you got to read in like a <laughs> Scottish voice or something. Do you all know why seagulls fly over the sea? To sea? No. If they flew over the bay, they would be bagels. <laughs> Okay, I'm, oh my goodness. that's all I had. <laughs> Sorry. I will give you that. That one was one of your better ones. That Really? That's probably, what, 8 to 10 range. You're just being yes. nice because my sister's here today. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they're like the, the 6 to 7 year range. I'm not going to cut corners as we go along here. We're going to do this to the fullest. Right. Y'all right. found that out the last couple times? Mm-hmm. Production room's been doing some work. I don't yeah. mind to break out something new every once in a while. Brother Brad, how about some feedback? Yeah. As we usually do, I've got to interrupt you before you get started. You read a review last time, unbeknownst to me and Brother Dustin. Right. right. That was from Tam's 88 Keys. Right. right. Okay, so I was going back through and listening. You was. <laughs> it was very good, Tamara. I'll, I'll give you that. You. It was very good. I and think a lot of work. as a guest, you should read it. no if you didn't hear that herschel go back and listen to tam's 88 p's Mm -hmm. everything started with the letter p i heard this phrase and when i heard it and the word along with it i'm like ah surely i probably know what that is but as we ministers do (laughs) i went ahead and looked it up looked up the greek yeah Uh uh-huh you said something in reference to brother brad may have to use his dictionary unless he's too 
Persnickety. Persnickety, yes. So I decided to look up persnickety. <laughs> and Brad's already... I, I also looked it up to <laughs> oh, make sure did. she didn't like offend me too bad. Okay, persnickety, according to my dictionary, was a term used to describe an incredibly attractive female. <laughs> no! I must have read the wrong... Derived from the Greek word schnick, meaning beauty, with a possible reference to the Greek goddess of beauty herself. That is not the same oh, that definition awesome. that I looked up. I'm glad I didn't see that one. I Welcome back to the show, Brother Brad. Brad. So that being the case, it's okay if you like soup then. Oh, yeah. No. Welcome to the to the dark side. The, the definition I seen was placing too much emphasis on trivial or minor details. Oh, okay. No. Well, we're going to go with Brother Devin. I, I love my definition. <laughs> I like this well, one better. Whether Devin's was, or mine, Brother Devin was real or not, we're going to go. Mine had with the it. root word in it, schnick. <laughs> I mean, how can you argue with yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. So explain yourself, ma'am. <laughs> I looked up the definition that Brother Brad had. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Of course. I try to make all those words applicable, so yes. go back and check me on it. Okay. How long did it take you to write that review? Mm, I worked on it for about four weeks, actually, off and on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I had a total of two hours, though. Very oh. good. I did have my thesaurus out. Did you? <laughs> Your pythoris? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my Google one. Yeah. It was funny after the... The review, how many words that we use. Going oh, back to it, I know it. It just kept coming up. I did. Okay, brother Brad, go ahead. Okay. Hey, by the way, it's been a while since I told this. <laughs> if they want to leave a review, yeah, absolutely, you can. How do you do that, brother Brad? Email me at devin at podme Once again, that's devin at p p o d m e dot org. That's devin d v i n at podme dot org. All right, that's where this one comes from. Okay. Thank you so much. No, sorry. You're welcome. Yeah. Dr. Tim Hudson sent me the link to the podcast he did with you on the suffering of the Savior. Since uh-huh. then, I have listened to several others, including the one on pastoral tips from Brother Ronnie Baker. Uh, hang on just a second. He s- says he's listened to others, including the one from Brother Ronnie Baker on pastoral tips. Yes. Did he mention anything about what we're doing here on a regular basis? <laughs> No, no, he didn't. He okay. just brushed over that. Read part. on. Yeah. Dustin Spears may have came to pass. Be encouraged and keep up the great work. This is needed. Prayers for your strength on your journey, Dickie Webb. Oh, thank you, Brother Webb. He said great work. But in these, so that was probably the pod meetings. Was it like, and then I really enjoyed your two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, I got a little bit of live feedback from uh, Tam's 88 Keys, uh, one of her church members, uh-huh. the other night when I was visiting there. And a uh, fine fellow, good friend of ours, he said, Brother Devin, I got to be really honest. I enjoy your once a month episodes more than the once a week ones. <laughs> I'm like, hey, there's something for honesty. Yeah. yeah. All right, go ahead. Dear sirs, I am hoping that I can get past one of the worst blunders this podcast has ever made. Oh, man. Starts out good. Now I know that there have been many on the Ministry of Low Expectations podcast, but surprisingly, it was not something said by Bishop Birdsong, Deacon Dustin, or Chorister Cottrell. <laughs> what? Cottrell? <laughs> Chorister. <laughs> Chorister. <laughs> Let me look that up. Yeah, I was just fixing to say, does that start with a P? 
man. What does that mean? It has to do with your choice of experts. No, what does that mean? Oh, I, we're just assuming it's good, and I'm moving on. Okay, let's move on. Chorister, is that that attractive female deal again? Yeah. It has to do with your choice of experts. Now, mm-hmm. I must admit, you started it off with one of my favorites, Brother Mike Blue. You can go ahead and put him on the Mount Rushmore of Saints. Oh, man. Yes, sir. I agree with him. Living Life Tanner Guthrie style was a jewel, and I can keep going on, all of them up to this month's guest. Mm. Everything Brother Tim Hudson said was amazing, but I take issue with the expert part you put to his name. Man, calling the man The guy's done his work. He's a doctor. Right. He's calling him out, though. I mean, have you met the guy? He's crazy. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> I was trying. Somebody, to... <laughs> somebody has a beef with Doctor Hudson. Yeah. I was trying to think of some good things to say about him, <laughs> and it took quite some time, but I did find three. My gracious, brother <laughs> yeah. Hudson! I'm so sorry. I didn't expect this to be what happened. Fight! 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 <laughs> <laughs> First, he has the world's greatest son-in-law. I mean, the guy is awesome. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Now we're now. seeing where the angle. Second, he is the father of the world's most beautiful lady. Here's yeah. somebody else trying to co-opt my show. Right. Oh, goodness gracious. Third, he does have the best-looking grandchild. Okay, there's three, I guess, <laughs> three positives three in positive his eyes. Things. I have a couple of things to address to you guys personally. Okay. Bishop, I love how the show, even when you are not trying to be spiritual, can give me spiritual life. Whew. Praise God. <laughs> if Let me you, get a Kleenex. If you recall passing on some advice that your grandpa gave you, it was exactly what I needed when I heard it. Well, praise God. Oh, very good. I would like hey, to give God the glory. <laughs> don't. Yeah, We're, we. It's don't you're don't not in this for your own glory for sure. No, brother Devin's hiding behind the cross right. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. A cross and a microphone. Yes. <laughs> I would like to address a falsehood of brother Brad's. Man. Ooh. Yikes. Seems he didn't get picked on enough. The book, The Grapes of Wrath, only had 464 pages, <laughs> not a thousand. <laughs> he check. read it twice. <laughs> no, front and back. That was 460-something front and back, so that'd be... No, that still wouldn't be a thousand. <laughs> the fact checkers are alive and well, even on Good the pod grief, no joke. That is hilarious. Look, when I... <laughs> When I was 13, 464 pages seemed like 800 to 1,000. So So can we believe anything you've told us? (laughs) Still, the fact remains that you did that for joy, just for the fun of it, just to say you've read. Yeah. Okay. That is too funny. (laughs) Man, we're getting everything. We've got Bill Nye, the science guy out here, (laughs) looking stuff up. Finally, could we get the deacon's biblical wisdom on how a wife should address her husband? Because even though my wife's name is Sarah, she hasn't figured it out yet. And then he gives us a verse to reference. You yes. might want to look that up real quick. I know where he's going. First, first, knows first Peter 3 and 6. Go ahead. You know that off the top of I think I know where he's going with it. So let's see. Even as Sarah obeyed yes. Abraham, calling, calling him, him Lord. Lord. Yes. Oh. I'm with you, brother, when you get this started. Any commentary from Tam's 88 Keys? Her piano's silent over here. Yeah, I don't think that's referring to all the women. Okay. Oh, just Sarah. So you're okay, brother. uh, His wife's name's Sarah. That's what I'm saying. You're good. My mother-in-law said one time to that verse when someone was teasing her about it, she said, when my husband becomes as rich as Abraham, I'll call him Lord. (laughs) I've also heard it referred to as calling him lard. (laughs) 
So that's probably how my wife would refer to me, calling him Lard. Especially if you refer to her as Heifer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, I have thrown out the Heifer a little bit. Have you? Just kind of testing, testing the waters. Is it going to stick? No, nah, I don't think so. We're back to Crystal. <laughs> yeah, safer. If you do have the Reverend Dr. Tim Hudson back on, please ask him about his rollerblading skills. And if he doesn't want to share his talent, Herschel knows all about it. <laughs> Man. That'd be another episode right there. Yeah, there's there's yeah, some content yeah. for Herschel. And this guy's got an axe to grind. He does. Man, yeah. In all seriousness, I love the show. Keep up the good work. And don't forget to come see us when you come out to California. Hashtag California fan. Ah, uh, that's the California fan. He's also the one that called me out on my scripture. I was going to say, that was the guy that... He came numerology. After he come after us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm glad he's studying. He's paying attention. That's he's for paying sure. attention and he's studying what we're doing here. Yeah. And he's finding it worthwhile enough to look up <laughs> whether the Grapes of Wrath had a thousand pages or not. That, I if he, he just called you out. That really strikes me funny that he did took he read it. I want to know, did he read it or did he just look that up? Ah, uh, who knows? Uh Brad had a special like hardback edition. And it, <laughs> it had six hundred more pages. <laughs> yes. Right. It really went in depth. On it was a, a note from the author to Brad. <laughs> a lot of footnotes. Right. Um could could you give me the bibliography of, of this book? <laughs> Sorry, Brad. Uh, I mean I wasn't that big a nerd. <laughs> At least you went to school, right? Right. Right. I mean, that, that's oh exactly my right. goodness, shot fired. <laughs> yeah, I was about the Lord's business. <laughs> yeah, I guess. No doubt. <laughs> yes. Oh, no man. Doubt. <laughs> no, doubt. no doubt. Well, we've got all the housekeeping stuff out of the way. <laughs> and still yet, we've got our guest in the green room. Green room. <laughs> the green room. <laughs> Writing furiously some notes. Hello, sister. <laughs> oh, great. That, that's probably going to stick with Herschel. Uh, okay, so, Tam, let's move on to the most important part of the show. You've put your church people up to this, having them write in. Yes, it, yeah. It has been. Shout out to Sister Dondra. We've got her on now, Sister Dondra. Right. She'll be excited, but I did not put her up to it. Okay. I'd like to know how many episodes she has been mentioned (laughs) or referenced. No, and it started off really innocent. It did. Yeah. I should be getting some royalties off of this. Uh, Yeah, I'll give you 10% of everything I've made. (laughs) (laughs) On the show, I mean. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, well, let's move to the part of the program that's uh, most important. You grew up in the greatest household in the world, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. We're pastor's kids. And Brother Dustin is. Brother Brad, you can go ahead and step out now. Okay. You aren't. (laughs) He's the higher class of the church. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's talk for just a second about growing up in a pastor's home. There's a couple things that come to mind that, that strike me as funny as I remember back. First of all. I shared a few weeks ago that you were the one that got to have the phone in your room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that accurate? Uh, yes, it was. Was it accurate that you tried to eavesdrop on some of the phone conversations of my... <laughs> Maybe a couple times. <laughs> my pastor and his wife? A couple times. Was it also well, accurate that when you would lift up the phone, I'd be like, Tamara! <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Hang that phone up. I needed to know how to help pray. So, the, she, just, she, knew, she knew, too, that... 
that the Lord would lead her into being a pastor's wife. That's right. It's a training. She needed to know how to handle yeah. sheep, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so this is the kind of training we got. And maybe other PKs out there will have this uh, this similar experience. Mom and Dad, if you listen to this, which you probably don't, but we love you all with everything in our oh, hearts. Yes. Everything. <laughs> but it kind of struck me as funny in the middle of the night if Dad got a phone call. Mm-hmm. He didn't want anybody to think that he would been asleep in the dead middle of the night. <laughs> so the yeah. phone would ring. I was just sitting there reading my Bible. <laughs> yeah. He would go, hello, 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 hello. And then pick up the phone and go, hello. <laughs> yes. And yeah, being my father's son, I can say I've done something similar to that. <laughs> get a middle of the night phone call. Or get asked, were you asleep? Uh, no, I was laying here waiting on the phone to ring. Yeah. Yeah. Mom, on the other hand, um, she's from California, hashtag California fan. Mm -hmm. Mom could be saying whatever around the house. It was all clean. A lot of times it was probably, uh, correcting us, but she gets a phone call from a church member or anybody for that matter. She would go into what me and Tamara refer as her California voice. Mm -hmm. She could just be grapping and going off on us and then, hello, <laughs> how are y'all today? Yeah. So do you have a California voice now that no, you're in you the No, you do it better than, no. I'm just Whatever. <laughs> so I'm going to tell off on you. Really? Yeah. I can always tell when Tamara's with some of our church people. <laughs> she has a, a more distinguished yeah. voice. Well, I'll be like, hey, what are you doing? Or pop off something goofy because we're always goofy. And she's like, yes, we're doing great. <laughs> you are being like, dramatic. So now when the church people call her, she's like, yes. Yeah, doing great. <laughs> yeah I just all I these just, years she's been fake. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess it, it comes over every one of us. I can't say that I haven't been that way. I was going to say, I think you have too. So you uh-huh. did not want to be in the ministry, correct? I didn't. But you had the perfect training for it. So you're the musician of the family. I guess we got to tell everybody that to you. Well, not really. You're you are too. Oh, listen to the humble pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she was able to master 88 keys. I had uh, four strings and then added the fifth when I got my five string bass. That's all I had to master, and still didn't do that. Anytime there was <laughs> there was company over, Tamara, why don't you play him uh, <laughs> playing that new piece you've been working on? And then, uh, Devin, he's doing pretty good on the bass, too. Uh, you was never asked to do a bass solo or anything? No, like it's not really the lead-out instrument. <laughs> no. Like, it sounds good, but what, what are you playing, Dad? <laughs> Didn't your teacher end up just telling you to go ahead and quit? That was on the guitar. Because <laughs> you wouldn't practice. I haven't always been as uh, as diligent at... Learning an instrument is what I have at this podcast. Right. You know, you're very dedicated. I've not not always been this professional. Yeah. So after four weeks of being on one pretty tough song, uh, I think the name was Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never forget it. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie was my teacher's name. I walk in there, pull out my guitar like I always did, hook it up to the amplifier. He's like, okay, play me, play me this song. I get my book out and I'm struggling through it. And he's like, um, did, did, did you have a chance to practice this week? 
<laughs> your fingers are all sore from yeah. where you've just been working at it. <laughs> so I, I put my guitar up and he's like, uh, I, I think it's probably time we have the talk. Um, uh, Devin, we've been on this, we've been on this song for four weeks now. I'm like, I've never heard yes, this sir. <laughs> yeah. I just, I was just like, so what do you think? He's like, I, I don't know that you're going to be dedicated enough to carry on. I mean, I mean, we've been here four weeks. What age were you? Seven. Eight. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was probably nine. So I was like, hey, let's just call it good. <laughs> yeah. I think I actually put the whole deal. It's the reading music that gets me. I'm more of a play by ear guy. Yeah. I could just hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and for real, you are. You do play guitar really good and bass by ear now. Uh, here's a professional guitar player, right? Yeah, he's a yeah. good guitar player, too. Right. So, yeah. Okay, so enough about me. Let's talk about you. <clears throat> oh, great. So you um, did not want to be in the ministry, right? No, I think on a humorous note, one thing that might have turned me off early on in my life mm-hmm. is the many hours I endured of preaching. <laughs> Oh, great. Up in my bedroom, I had my little church set up, and mm-hmm. you would get your your necktie on, which was my dad's long work tube socks, and put that yeah. on. And, and this was you, about you, Tamara. Yeah, well, on. this is one thing that kind of made How me not want to be in the ministry. tube socks? Let's do it. Your dad's seven foot tall. <laughs> Did your well, dad he wear hose? He's got he some legs. <laughs> and we found out today that Brother Linda wore hose. <laughs> Man. No, really. <laughs> we would make a scarf out of them, and then we'd make a necktie. <laughs> oh, he always wanted to wear a necktie. If he didn't find one, he would get a sock and tie Amen. around his neck. So I would have my little baby dolls, That's and they always acted up during your preaching. I yes, don't know they if you do. remember that or not. I do, very much. And it just well. seemed like it was so long, and I was like, you know what? I just can't do this. So yeah. maybe at five or six years old, I just decided ministry wasn't for me. Yeah, you know? and I don't know why, because you would interrupt my preaching by starting the altar call well, on the piano and singing loud and that's what i do to jonathan now <laughs> just go up to the piano and start now he knows whenever it's he's there's that line he's just like Pian- piano's playing yeah. <laughs> no speaking no. of your ministry now by now you're you've been a pastor's wife now for how many years i'm um, going on 14 years yeah and y'all have been in the ministry ever since you got married right we have i want you to share the story of uh the church that you guys went to and the the offering Oh. <laughs> so humor was a big part of both of our lives. Tamara wasn't always as witty as I am. I had this one moments. was like, knock it out of the park. So go go ahead. Actually, Jonathan, my husband, could probably tell this better, but we had went to a church early on in our ministry. We were very young. You know, went and ministered that night, got back to the car, and they had gave us an offering. Which this means you sang a song first, right? Yeah. I sang, he preached. You know, we were we were very new at that. But anyway, so we go to the car. They gave us an offering, and so he handed it to me, and he was, you know, we were trying to count it. We wanted to give our tithes, counted it out, and it was $100. And he looked at me very humbly and said, wow, I don't feel like that that was a $100 message at all. Just very humble. And I said, it wasn't. It was a $90 song and a $10 message. (laughs) (laughs) And we both cracked up laughing and made the mistake of telling Brother Aaron, my father-in-law, and he is told that everywhere. <laughs> it's pretty priceless. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about what prepared you for the ministry. Well, I mean, we both grew up in pastor's home. Um, Dad started preaching when I was eight, mm-hmm. I think it was. So you were seven. And it seemed like he just, he had a great passion. We, I loved the ministry at that point. And just it, all through our growing up life, um, Dad was very evangelistic. And so I loved that part of the ministry. Everything that they did, nursing home services, homeless outreach, all of that. I loved it. But um, Well, you got to play the piano. Yeah, I got to play the piano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, when I got to be a teenager, I remember in particular one time there was a, I can't remember exactly who all it was, but there was a young man in our church that was killed in a car accident. Um, he was pastoring at that time. Dad was pastoring. And then we had another death and then maybe another car accident just within a pretty short period of time. And, you know, all of our church grieved through that. It was just a very rough time in our lives. I I was probably 16, 17 years old. And I remember just remembering how strong dad was, you right. know, just through it all. And one evening we were sitting having dinner after that, maybe a month or two. I don't remember how long it was. And I remember just sitting at the table. Everything was normal. We weren't talking about any of that. And I just remember looking over and dad just broke down and just started sobbing. At that age, we couldn't, you know, I couldn't wrap my mind around why, you know, this strongest man I know spiritually and physically and everything is my dad. Um, that he broke down like that and just realizing that all of the pressure of those last few months and just things we probably didn't even know about he was dealing with really got to him. And it just made such an impression on me that I thought, you know, as much as I love the ministry, I don't, I don't really want to carry that responsibility and that burden. And I had big plans. I wanted to be a nurse. So that's what I started working towards. Right. And then God got in the plans. Yeah. So I was dating Jonathan um, he was a pastor's kid as well, but honestly, he was a what most people thought an unlikely person to be in the ministry. He was very shy, very backward, and so when we started getting serious, I remember um, him taking me home one night, and he was kind of talking about our future and maybe you know possibly looking at marriage. And so I just remember turning, looking at him, and I said, "No, you're not going to be a preacher, right? Because I'm not going to marry a preacher." And so he looked back at me and said, "Okay." If you're not marrying a preacher, I'm not going to be a preacher. And so we kind of kept going. I don't remember exactly how it all happened, but we ended up breaking up for a little while. And during that time, his church was in a big revival, and and he knew in his heart that he was called to preach and what he had to surrender. And he knew that, you know, our conversation and what we had had. So his story is that um, one night they were in a great revival. They had a big bonfire, and people were bringing things that they wanted to get rid of out of their life. You know, different sinful things they were throwing in the bonfire, and God was giving them victory. Right. And he said um, that the Lord dealt with him when he was standing at the bonfire to go home, pack up in a brown bag all the things that were paraphernalia that I gave him, like little trinkets or letters or whatever, because he knew that that was what was standing between him and the call of God. And he said, with a heavy heart, he went and packed those things up and brought it back, put it in the fire. His words were he put his heart in the fire, but God took that and called him to preach and he accepted the call and he just felt a peace about it. So then I heard about, not about that incident, but I just heard that he had been called to preach a little while later. It just got a hold of me. I knew that's what I was supposed to do. So I was never allowed to call boys, and I didn't, but I asked my parents if I could call him because I knew that I was supposed to make that phone call and, and let him know what was on my heart. 
So I did. I called him and told him that I knew that that was God's will for me, too. And we got back together, and the rest is history. Well, I didn't know that. You didn't? I didn't know you were allowed to call him. Yeah. Oh, One time oh. I got to call him. I didn't know you got burnt in the fire either. Yeah. I got yeah. It. She's like, um, I heard that you burnt all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of sad. but I think if kids just walk away not weighing that out, like what you experienced talking about dad's breakdown at the table, mm-hmm. if that's all you remember from the ministry, could cause you to run. Yeah, it can right. be a traumatic experience yeah. if you see that kind of stuff. Yeah. I had a, um, we had the, the church where we was pastor in Arkansas had several deaths close together. And actually my debut episode was with brother Mike Blue. He called me, he had heard about uh, the deaths in the church and he called me to make sure I was okay. And, you know, I was being all strong, you know, yeah, we're, we're doing, doing okay. And he's like, look, no, I'm, I'm calling to check on you because I know you're the one carrying the load and being strong for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And he gave me some very good advice. I, you know, I've tried to remember that and also encourage somebody else if I've heard, you know, that they're under stress. Because where does the preacher go when he needs to unload his stress or whatever? Right. Right. And I go to this podcast. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like if I could just talk to this plastic mic, we're good. Well, I realize now that the the joys and the rewards far outweigh sure. the burdens. And it's. It's very rewarding. I love what we do. That's why so. I started preaching, and Dustin's reaction is like, I'll be a deacon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, that's what I wanted us to be, just either a deacon or just some good old church yeah. members that came and... Yeah, so what would you tell Herschel if he's running from the call? <laughs> <laughs> Better no, surrender. No, I'm really... I'm really Start a th- with a bonfire, Herschel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Burn the memory of Lorette out of your heart. <laughs> Let God bring it back if he's going to. Yeah. No, I'm really, uh, really glad you came on today. Just absolutely thrilled with the way your life's turned out because you guys, y'all are awesome. I've said it for years. Well, behind your back, I never, I never yeah, say don't, it to don't your face. To the face. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I hate that you're having to hear this today, but you know. Hey, what, what happened to the piano? Oh, we're not. I spent a lot of time working on that piano. No, piece. we're not going out with the piano. Oh, Trey's man. back. Oh, man. By the way, Trey is, uh, Tamara's first offspring. He is. Mm-hmm. She's got two yeah. other talented kids and a talented brother. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. And he has two really talented friends. Uh, yeah, it was awesome being l- with you Let me go today. get a guitar and you play Twinkle Twinkle. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The show's, the show's about over. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> hey, thanks for stopping by, Tam. Yep. It was my privilege. Enjoyed it. Very good. <laughs>